0: Okay, let's get started. Yesterday's daf was daf mem, test number forty-nine. Today's number fifty, and ksubas. And we're going to start with the review of yesterday's daf, and then we'll get to today's. Have a for for hadas Basranya, for michal aviva bas yehudis, for amy bas and for all else who need a uh, shleima and with that let's uh, start off really from the top of the page the question that we, the Gemara wants to know is um, maybe uh, uh, being that we're talking about the transfer where she actually was never even with her husband so is it possible to say that if uh, something happens on the way after the transfer over to the messengers of the husband so uh, maybe uh, she'll just reverse right back to her father's domain and father's control and father's rights. So on that, Rabbi says, no, the Tanim Zerim already paskin on that. It's pasuk. Pasuk says, v'nei der almanu grusha asra alnashi What is that line saying? Um, of course, uh, if she's a widow and she's a divorcee, she's of course in her own domain. Any vow that she makes, who do you expect to nullify it for her? It, uh, it there's nobody there. There's no. So the answer is that it's referring to even where all she did was go out of the father's domain. The messenger, the father handing off to the messengers of the husband, or the messengers of the father having handing off to the messengers of the husband, and she becomes a widow on the way or divorced on the way. Uh, he had a change of heart somewhere in the middle, uh, even before she got there. It's um, So I must to tell you it basically it's coming to say that once she left the father's domain even for a moment so then he lost his full rights of hafaras nadarim and that's the point over here so that it doesn't go backwards that's basically the point now Rapapa says is a Mishnah that says exactly that because it talks about somebody has relations with the neighbor Asa He's not Chayav unless she's a Naira, Psula, Marasa, and she is Bevesavia. So, Naira, I understand, means that she can't be a, a Bulgaris. Uh, she can't be above the age of 12 and a half. Psula, she can't be a Bula. Marasa, she can't be a Nisua. For what's Bevesavia? That's not a, another thing. What does that mean? It must mean that even if there was only the transfer out of the father's house, she already lost her status as, uh, as the Din of a Naira Marasa. Um, and uh, that's the idea. Next, Rabbi Nachman says, I have another source, another Mishnah that says the same thing, somebody has relations with an Ashazish, zish and uh, once she was in the Rishos Abal for Nisuin, even though without Pia, um, it already is downgraded the death penalty to Chenek instead of Skila. Uh, what does that mean? It means even just anywhere, does, not even actually in the house of the husband, just under the you know, the, the, uh, in the messenger's hands the husband's messenger's hands out and no longer in her father's domain it's already the death penalty has been downgraded to chenak so that's the end of that took us to the next Mishnah so a very fascinating idea that a father is actually not obligated from the main law in feeding his daughters and that's a drasha from Rabbi Elizabeth Nazaria he said it in Kermi Avne. And he said that it says in the of the of the conditions of the ksufa, it mentions that the children, the sons, inherit the ksufa of their mother, and the daughters um, um, are fed. So just like the son's inheritance waits till after the father's dead, so the daughter's ability to be sustained and supported is also only after the father's dead. So, why is it only singling out the, daughter, the daughter's mizonos and not the son's mizonos? What's the status of that? There he is, Chayef. Um, and uh, the answer, the Gemara says, no, no, no. What we're trying to say is that even the daughter, it's not an obligation, but it is a mitzvah. Problem is, is that it sounds like that there's a mitzvah for the daughter, but not a mitzvah for the son. But that there's no Tana that we're familiar that We have we have three Tana that talk about this topic. There's Rameir, there's Rabyuda, and Rabyuchrambrok. And none of them seem to match up with the Mishnah. Ramayah says that there's a mitzvah to feed the daughters, not a cho, but a mitzvah to feed the daughters. And Kalvachomer, there's a mitzvah to feed the sons, because they're studying Torah. Um, Rabbi Yudah says, it's a mitzvah to feed the sons, and it's that you have a mitzvah to feed the daughters because it's more embarrassing for them to go. It's a bigger bizayon, a bigger shame for them to actually have to travel. I mean, to, to beg for their food. And Rabbi Yudah says, it's only a chav to feed the daughters after the death, and not during the lifetime. And there is no mitzvah at all. And there is no mitzvah to the children. Now our Mishnah can't be Rabeer because he says um, the sons are a mitzvah, um, and our Mishnah only talked about the daughters being a mitzvah, and it can't be Reb because it says that the, the it's also the sons of mitzvah, and our Mishnah tak, only says daughters. And Reb says there's no mitzvah, so how are you going to read it? So Gemara says that it can all be read into our Mishnah possibly. So in other words, let's go with Rabeer. Firstly, Remer, you can say basically what the mission is being read like this. The father is not chayv in the food of the daughters, and he's also not chayv in the food for the sons. But the mitzvah for the daughters, there is. And surely there's a mitzvah for the sons. And, uh, and why does it say daughters? To tell you that even the daughters, where they're not studying Torah, there's still a mitzvah. It's just not a chov, but there is a mitzvah. But a of course, it's true for the sons. That's the way to read it like Remer. The way to read it like Rambuta. Is um that a father is chayv in the sonness of his daughter, and surely is um, um is not chayv in the in the in the feeding of the daughters, and surely it's not a chayv in the feeding of the sons, because they're not there's less of an embarrassment for them to go collecting, right? But the mitzvah for the sons there surely is, and surely there's a mitzvah for the daughters. Why does it say daughters? That come to tell you that even the daughters where there's a more of a reason to sustain them. It's only a mitzvah, not a chov. That's the chiddish. So that's how you read it like Rabbi Yudah. And according to Rabbi Yochum and you could also read it. And it's saying, not Chayv in the Mizonas of your daughter. And it's also you're not Chayv in the mizonas of your son. And not only that, it's not even a mitzvah. Okay. Why then do we speak about daughters? Because since daughters after Misa, there is a chov. It's come to tell you that the, 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 till he dies, it's not a chov. And that's really the whole point. And that's why it says it this way. Okay, so there's, again, all of them can be read into the Mishnah potentially. Now, Rabbalah says in the name of Rish in the name of Reb Yudah, <laughs> that that is true at one point in time, what the Mishnah said, that it's not um, a chov, just a mitzvah, but in usha. they were a that a person does feed his children, okay, when they're minors. Um, is that ta'alacha or not? to know. Mm-hmm. So we brought a raya. It says that they came to Reb and he basically... I don't know. It's really hard to say, but he basically called the guy a crocodile that he doesn't that he's that he gives birth to kid to and like they're known to be cruel to their own children. But Masa, Shadia and the expectation is that the people, the public, are going to take care of Um <coughs> uh, Another story with Rav He said uh, they they would shame him into taking care of his children, not force it, but shame him into it. They would turn over a big container, make him stand up on it, or a messenger would stand up on it and make a, a statement that, they, that he's worse than the ravens. The ravens at least have mercy on their children, but not this guy. Uh, so the Gemara says, what do you mean? The ravens is known that they don't have mercy on their kids. The answer is, is that there's, there's the white and the black. So Rashi explains that uh, there's different, that when they're very young, they, they have a different appearance than their parents, and therefore they ignore them. But once they're a little older, and then they look more like they're uh, like a regular raven, then they will take care of them. As opposed to, um, um, as opposed to this guy, he recognizes his children, and he's still not taking care of them. Anyway, he came before Rava, and he's like, he also shame him into doing this because of what? Would you like us to, um, to, to? Do you want your children to be a charity case? That's not not appropriate. And that's only true if he's not wealthy, that we only do the shaming thing. But if he's wealthy, then we just force the money out of him. Against his will, we, 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 we force him to pay. Um, and that's like Rava, who forced Rav Nasim to give charity, 400 soles of charity, because he knew he could afford it. And um, an idea being... Um, basically that uh, that the, the kids are no less of a charity and therefore we we'll... multiplication for stock obligations for my son Well you could count it for your yeah. mice. Yeah. Could be, right. It does sound like that. <clears throat> anyway, so that's the story. Um Allah in Usha the were that somebody who writes all of his property to his children. Um, then his, his him and his wife are, are fed from the estate, even though he doesn 't own the property anymore and it belongs to the kids he wrote it off in his lifetime right he wanted to get on to medicaid or something okay was um, saying this thing actually happened okay but it does it is, you know, it is a risk I'm just saying you have to trust your kids a little bit anyway um so Rab zera, is, or it Rab zera or either was from Zera or Ahmeddi he said that what do you mean? Even his widow is fed from his estate. So him with his widow is surely going to do that. And where do we see the widow? Because uh, Ravin wrote a letter, and he said that if somebody dies and he has a widow and a daughter, daughter is the only daughter, so only child is the daughter, and uh, the widow is still fed from the estate. What if the daughter marries? The widow is fed from the estate. What if the daughter dies, and now the husband, the son-in-law, inherits his wife and has all the wealth? Still, says Rabbi the Benachoso of Rabbi, Yosef, Rabbi Hanina, um, that the story happened to me, and they said the widow is fed from the estate, even though she's not even related to him, no blood relative to this to this fellow anymore, but the estate still pays her her needs. Now, um, so of course, Ubi Ishto would be the same thing, so the Gemara says, it's odd. not true. The Chiddush, by the by the widow, it makes sense that they, she should be provided for, because what's the expectation? She needs to be taken care of. Supposed to, if he's around, um, so then what do you mean? He get, wrote it all off to his kids. Too bad. He, go, if you want food, go, go, go do some, uh, mow, mow some lawns if you want to make some money, and that's it. Well, you know, no excuse. He's still capable, and there you go. So that's the Kiddush. Okay, we don't say that. The Kiddush, we don't say that he has to mow the lawns, okay, to pay for his food. Um, or work behind the counter, or whatnot. So, the shayla is, what's the bottom line, is that talacha or not? So we brought a raya, B'chnin and Rabbi Yonison were standing, and a man came up to him, and kissed Rabbi Yonison on the hem of his garment, and he said, so Reb says, what's p'shan that? He says, look, he wrote off all his assets to his kids, and they ignoring him now. <laughs> they're like, it's like, oh, uh, you're a poor man, why should we deal with you? And, um, and I forced the kids to take care of this guy. What? Uh, it's only, uh, four they used to, uh, huh? What? He did get a job. He get a job, right? Me? <laughs> mm. <laughs> exactly. Things haven't changed in two thousand eight. <laughs> right. So the question is, is that uh, if it was the actual law that you could force it? I mean, that it that, then then why would he be uh, uh, so appreciative? Obviously, it's not something that you could actually enforce. Uh, he went out of his way to try and get him, you know, to get it that they should take care of him. So it must be that it's not truly an application, and that is where we left off, and I'll take it from.